Okay, I've pressed record because that okay. is what we do when we're recording something. All right, well, I'm driving. Yes, look out. Okay. <laughs> look out below. <laughs> um, hello, Claire Isaac. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado, thank a you. podcast oh, thank for you. people and women. People and women <laughs> over 45, but anyone's welcome. Mm, welcome. Um, in this issue or episode, as they are also known, <laughs> we have some news with views. News. News with, with views. We've got a big question. Um, we've got some interesting things to talk about, and we've got other sections that we like, such as Dressed for Success. Dressed, Dressed for Success. success. Got your gloves. <laughs> and what hurts? No. So let's get going, shall we? Let's. Now, just to kick off, so we have some friends and they were in New York and they were coming home from New York on a plane <laughs> and they were bored with telly, they were watched out yeah. and anyway, one of them suggested to the other, let's call them Josh and Jem, um, <laughs> that they listened to us on the yes, plane coming home. Yes, they did. And Jem had never listened to us before and Josh asked him for the follow-up, you know, for the um, review mm -hmm. and he said, well, uh, you know, Claire's got her period, so that's good. <laughs> um. I just feel like... You're 12,000 miles up, you know, away from home. Yeah. You're 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. What you want to hear is me saying flooding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, but what he Car crash. Has, was good quality small talk. Hey. Now, you know what? I'm that taking is, that. That is high praise. It is. I'm happy it? with that. I'm happy with that. Mm. So I was saying that should be our, you know, our logo from now on. We yeah. are the home of good quality small talk. It is. It, and on that... Let's do news with views. News with views. With views. You should just do the news with views bit and I'll do the in future. Because I can do it and you can't do it. How? Wow. Or maybe you could upskill me. It's like you could be my um my fair lady. Oh yeah. Oh blimey, governor. Um all right, let's do some royals. Royal yeah, round up there. Royals. Oh, it's been a big week for the royals, hasn't, hasn't it? it? Though, and it's just been you love lovely. It? I loved every second of yeah. it. I can't help myself. I know no. that I'm not a royalist. No. And I don't. I don't. I mean, I think Australia should be a republic. I don't think it. You Ooh. know, I, I do. I don't. Controversial. Really care. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, I, well, I actually don't care if it is or not. Put it that way. Mm. Um. And but I loved every second of it. I cried when the Queen. Every time the Queen oh, did anything, because she's so old, I love her. She's like the world's grandmother, isn't she? She is. And just like when yeah. she, the Paddington Bear sketch was just so. Oh sweet. my God. So sweet. 70. I had to go in and watch Paddington. Oh, yeah. You, you love Paddington, don't you? I love Paddington films. The 70, the planes that had 70, that flew, yes. flew in the formation of the 70. I was like, how the fuck do they do that? What and about the cried. hologram in the Golden Coast? The coach? hologram was amazing. was amazing. Just everything about it was just lovely. What about the, the Cambridge kids? Well, they're just like any other kid, aren't they? Of course. They? I oh, like super the fact cute. That super, I like the fact that they're normal and badly behaved. Oh, my God. I loved it. Made me think of my niece and nephew who the yeah. last time I saw them, we went out for lunch and they were like, they'd been obviously schooled very much in how to behave in, in a public setting. They were like, yeah. no fighting, no shouting. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can just imagine that poor cute. Kate was like going, I've told you. Yes. <laughs> 
You'll have no iPad tonight if you Keep don't behave. your shit together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I loved Louis, you know, just sort of skirting along in front of the Queen to, to go and see to Gran- Charles. Grandpa Charles. Yeah, that was And adorable. then he went and sat on his lap. Yeah. He obviously loves Grandpa, doesn't he? Yeah, it was very sweet. The whole thing. And then were you excited? They were talking the about photo? beheading the, the commoners, probably. Oh, yes. Were you excited <laughs> to see the photo of Lilibet? I was very excited about little Lilibet. Mm. She's very cute, Ginger. Very cute. That Ginger Jean is strong, isn't it? Very strong. <laughs> um, that comes from Philippe, doesn't it? With a bit of Spencer, I think. Yeah, a little bit of Spencer yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. And um, what was your like favourite moment? Five out of five crowns. Yes, lots of tiaras. What was your favourite moment? Um, anything to do with the Queen I found very moving, yeah, it was to be really honest. Yeah, really moving. Yes. And just that, um, that whole sense of thank you, that everyone yeah. was, very, was sort of very grateful to her service. Yes. And you do have to go... You know, think of her what, what you will in terms of, yes. you know, what the royal family means and everything. But she really has put in the hard yards, that woman, and she hasn't given up. And she lost her husband and yeah. she's still there. It's just beautiful. Yes, it was lovely. What about the booing? Um, yes, one thing I didn't like was mm. um, apparently Harry and Meghan got booed mm. and um, going into the church. And I'm not sure I like this new thing for booing. ScoMo got booed, Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, at... Was it at the football after he lost the election? And I sort of get that. Yeah. It's just and then very Boris bad got booed. Um, yeah, I'm not, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because, like, Boris and ScoMo make decisions that really, really fuck people's lives up. So mm. I sort of get it. Mm. But, like, Harry and Meghan, I mean, what have they done? Just gone to live in America and upset their family? So what? We all do that. Like, yeah. I think... Yeah. I feel like, I, and I also think that, you know, it would be worse if they hadn't come. You know what I mean? Yes, like They're damned course. if they do, they're damned they if they don't, clear. as they say. Yeah. But also yeah. I feel like, you know, um, if they hadn't come, they sh- then, you know, they would have been booed for not turning up to the grandma's, you know. Yeah. You know. Um, I just think it's very unsportsmanlike, and it's just, it's just it's not very polite, is it? And I, I think we can do better. I think we can do better. People. Also, I feel like because mm. we suddenly have this voice on social media now, we think it's fine in real yes. life to talk to people the way we talk yeah. to them on social media or judge them on Twitter. On and actually, mm. that's no. not right. No, you that's do right. It on any of them, really? I don't. Yeah, I think we. Could, I think I'm going to say no to booing. To yeah, be honest, yeah, unless I'll yeah. oh, boo you, boo. Unless it's. A pantomime, Claire. Oh, uh, boo. And you boo. Behind, Behind you. <laughs> there you go. That's enough of that. Okay. Now, you've got a controversial view. Yeah, it, well, it's not really a view, but it is mm. a view. I've decided that I don't get yeah. J-Lo. No. I don't understand her. I'm not sure I do either. I'm not sure I ever have. Mm. Um, I'm a bit meh about her. the whole thing. I admire her. Yes. Being a woman making a lot of money as a 50-something woman, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't really give a shit about her music. I don't really think she's that great an actress. All of her movies are a bit shit, apart from the stripping one, which was quite good. Um, And I don't really understand why she goes to great lengths to be such a perfect physical specimen because when is she ever going to just relax? Relax. Yeah, just chill out. Chill out a bit. Chill out. It's like you know, you don't have to work this hard. No one's expecting Mm. you to. As a celebrity, I just don't get her. I just don't don't really get it. And every fucking movie is so shit. Really, really. Have you seen the new one with Owen Wilson or not? No, and I hate him too. I don't get him either. That's another one I don't get. Yeah, 
See, if that comes on the on the internet telly, I will watch it. What about if it's on a plane? It. When you're, it's a plane movie. Definitely, we'll watch it on a plane. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and no, cry when what they would get you even ask? Love, I know, sorry, I don't and even know. And then I'll say it's the best film ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll watch it and I'll be like, what hmm. the hell were you thinking? Okay, well, talking of planes and films, mm-hmm. let's do Culture Club. Culture, Culture Club. Club. Um, we haven't got much going on. Mm. But I just wanted to quickly talk about them. Mm. One is the joy that is Superstore. Have you ever watched Superstore? I think I started watching it. It's got America Ferrara in it, hasn't it? Or... It does, mm. yes. And it's set in Cloud Nine, which is almost like a target in the mm. US. And it's just about all the people that work there. Um, we're now on to season four. There's six seasons. They're 22 minutes. and <laughs> Magic number for Lisa. Magic number. And it's all very, um, it's funny, rude, um, offensive, um, heartwarming. Oh, I don't know why I haven't been watching it for all yeah. those reasons. It's an absolute joy, mm. and as you grow with the characters, you get really into it. So um, that is what I'm currently quite invested in. And then the other one, which is another 22-minuter, mm. um, The Good Place, which I did try a few years ago, and I've tried it again now, and I'm really into it. Did you ever watch The Good Place? I started to watch it. It was Ted Danson, Kristen, yes. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. And yes. Jamil um, Jamil. And that's right. And it's the one about heaven, isn't it? Yes, so they've all died and then they, they've all gone to heaven, the good place. But um, there's um, twists and turns mm. and um, it's an, it's very cleverly written. It's Michael Schur who did um, Parks and Rec and mm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and it's very clever, funny, again, heartwarming. Everything has to be heartwarming at the moment, doesn't it, Claire? <laughs> apart, from, <laughs> apart from what you're watching. Yeah, which is the least heartwarming thing of all. Yeah. Stranger Things season four, which is... The most horrifying, horror-dying, blood-spattering, good-time, rollicking, fun. Um, I think it's the best season so far. Wow. Uh, I, I watched a few episodes and then didn't get into it. Right. Well, I think you need, what, of this season? Or no, generally? the whole thing. Yeah, it's very much, if you're a big fan of the Goonies and the Gremlins and all those kind of... Which I was. Yeah, but maybe maybe you've just grown out of them and maybe some people... Maybe don't. I have. Yeah. I really like it for the sort of... Um, music and the fact that it feels like one of those 80s movies i really like that and this this season has just been so fabulous it's very horror it's a lot more horror horror it's hard to say yes. and probably not even a word um uh and of course it's reignited um the uh love of kate bush for a lot of people because yes. that running up the hill song has become a massive hit again thanks to this is, it, is that what it's lot. called running, running up, up the that hill. hill yeah is that what running it's actually called hill. I know, but it's actually called Running Up That Hill. <laughs> okay, Running Up That Hill, Running yeah. Up That Hill, yeah. yes. Um, and it's just, the way that they use that song in it is just phenomenal. It's worth it. If you if you like that song, it's worth watching for the way they use that song in Stranger Things because it's just so... It's heartwarming in that in it that it's just... I can't even explain it because I don't want to give anything away. But anyway, it's worth watching. Um, I, we also started watching last night The Boys Season 4, which is that great um, superhero show which is on Stan or Amazon, um, which you don't wouldn't like. But it's very rude. Okay. And there's the rudest scene I've ever seen on any show ever. Oh, great. Um, as in sexy rude? No, as in, well, sexy rude, but also I can't believe they're getting away with that on TV in the style of White Lotus with, you know, that oh, yes. scene yes. where you just yes. can't, you just don't know how they're getting away with this being on television, that Ooh. kind of scene. 
Um, yeah, and then I'm reading a book which is called Currently Between Husbands. It's by Catherine Mahoney, who is a publicist who was married to Andrew Johns. And she's written this book. And full disclosure, I edited the book. <laughs> um, but it's just lovely and it's, oh, I bet it is. <laughs> it's, it's so great it's really well edited it's beautifully edited it's just book. amazing really beautifully done and I don't get any money from it or anything like that but no she's just written a really lovely book and also because she's of a similar age to you know us she and she grew up in the UK so there's lots of kind of you know remembering TV shows and hairdos and sort of stuff about her youth which is really fun and then about just being married marrying a celebrity in Australia and what that means and a sportsman because obviously sportsmen are so you know held up as such bastions of greatness in mm. Australia and and about what it was like when it when it wasn't like that anymore and how you get over a divorce and so it's quite useful very sweet quite funny um I like it a lot and I not just because I had something you to would, do with it you would bloody say that uh, no uh, it's, no it's I am fun. reading it's good really reviews fun. so really well fun. done yeah well done you yeah I, well you know it's her story I just you know yeah. I just helped just brought it alive it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Catherine well that was Culture Club mm. now should we do a big question big, big question. so Claire <laughs> my big question for you yeah is should you feed people when they come to your house look it depends if they're coming at a meal time i guess mm. so this comes from a whole thing that exploded on the interwebs mm-hmm. called sweden gate yes it's where it started, a really great story this well it started off that somebody was saying that when they go when they were a child growing up in sweden if you were over at somebody's house and the family was having dinner you would be sent up to play in the room while the family had the dinner and yes. they wouldn't feed you. No. Just and, every, and everyone went a bit nuts about it, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> and then, but apparently it is true. This Apparently that is a thing from that era. Yes. Is what I, yes, from the sort of 70s, 80s, that was, that's, that was quite standard for Swedish people to not feed yeah. people in their in their own houses yeah there was like a story that then was on refinery 29 where they were saying yes that someone shared their experience of not having breakfast after sleeping over at yes. house the night before and then and it was given various different sort of reasons one was that people were actually a bit skint at the time and couldn't afford to feed other people yeah um and also just a cultural thing as well yeah <laughs> And apparently the young generations now are just like, well, no, we feed people who come to our houses. It has shifted. Well, I went, I had a beautiful experience in Sweden where I, I met a Swedish I think man. it's pronounced Sweden. I met a beautiful man <laughs> uh, in Oh, Sweden did you? When I went to Stockholm to um, the Eurovision Song Contest and I met this fantastic guy called Lars, who I'm still friends with, and he and his partner um, invited me to dinner at his mother-in-law's house didn't know me from a bar of soap right um, and I went over and they made they fed me we had this beautiful it was her birthday as well so it wasn't even just like wow. a normal dinner took me out for a walk around the neighborhood showed me all the churches and the beautiful houses and everything um, made me feel so welcome so I would say that that you know if that custom still exists it didn't exist in Sweden mm. in the uh, 2017 mm. when I or 2016 when I was there in Stockholm with um, hello Lars. Um, I don't think I've ever been to your house and not had a snack. Look, I liked it. Well, that's because I'm a pig. 
no. and I want I want someone to be a pig with me. No, you would always put on a little snack. Yes. At the very least, a yes. snack. I mean, a biscuit, yeah. Yeah. a bit of cheese, a bit of salami yeah. or something. I do yeah. think, yeah, and same, same with you. Like, I wouldn't come over without a drink or a snack. No, I wouldn't um, have people in my house and not feed or drink them. No, I do feel like if you were a family and you weren't mm. expecting somebody to be there for dinner, you might share the dinner out or do I just I couldn't yes. I couldn't possibly not feed a small child if no. they were staying at my house. I remember as a kid um on a Sunday we me and the neighbor's kid would have Sunday roast at my house and then we'd go next door and have a Sunday roast at their house. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Talking of pigs. Um. Well. Okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Now you're a bit obsessed with something. Yeah, I am. Now you tell me I'm a bit over the top about this, but I read this great story and then I went down this rabbit hole on TikTok. Mm. So um, there's a story that was in the Sydney Morning Herald, written by someone who we know actually, a mutual friend. We shall call him Thomas Mitchell. Oh. And he was talking about this story um, about um, the swinging Mormon mums of TikTok. And so they are actually Mormon influencers. So they're very glamorous, Mm. 20-something, 30-something Mormon influencers who um, friendship is imploding because they have a bit of wife shopping. Now, you, of course, Mormons traditionally have more than one wife or can have, you know, can have more than one wife. But apparently there's this 28-year-old mother of two, swinging Mormon, who's talking about um, the fact that her marriage is broken down because they had this thing in their group of friends, which is called soft swinging, where they could all be in the same room and get off with each other's partner and each other, as long as it didn't go past a certain point. Without, unless the, and you could go over, you could go all the way as long as your spouses were in the room. And apparently the whole group, (laughs) so gross, the whole group was intimate with each other and they've all made out with each other, blah, 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 blah. But apparently this woman and her husband were getting divorced because she stepped over the line with another woman's husband. They went into another room and had sex with someone else. So this has Mm. become this whole massive big thing because now you're watching, it's called Momtok, this whole saga on TikTok. And, I mean, you should love it because it's just like all of your favourite TV shows rolled into one. But obviously um, some of them have come out and tried to explain that they had no part in it. Some of them have come out and said they don't swing at all. Um, Mm. Some of them have also, you know, but then they've all unfollowed each other and there's all this fighting going on. And when you get into it on TikTok, you can read all, you have all these people commenting on it. So you have lots of people who, who are sort of experts in this saga talking to you about what's going on so it's hilarious it's just become this huge thing and they're all very glamorous and young and rich and fabulous um but you tell me that i'm just behind the times and this has been happening for years well i mean if you watch real housewives of salt lake city claire which you, I really think you should now because <laughs> you've got two whole seasons of this maybe I'll and watch um it's set in you. Uh, I was going to say Utah, which yes, of course, Salt Lake mm-hmm. City, mm-hmm. and um, they're not all Mormons on it. Um, there is an amazing pastor, 
and oh, but I some love of them a bit are of pasta. <laughs> oh yes, um, some of them are Mormons, and they, I think this is quite standard to be honest. And also all the money, and there's a real scene in um, in Salt Lake City as well. There's a lot of money, lots of like amazing restaurants. It's meant to be a great place to visit, actually. Mm. Um, if you want to get off with someone else's husband, yeah, someone just have something nice to eat and have a you know <laughs> put, a, put, put a hat on, uh, <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. Ooh, um, ooh. As a segue, but yeah, I'm sort of I'm a bit sort of nonplussed by it because I'm like, mm. well, that's why we watch Real Housewives, isn't it? Like right. to watch all this and and you know, yeah, I all I can say is if you're enjoying your TikTok, mm. you need to get on your Real Housewives okay. of Salt Lake all City right. because okay. it's one of the best new franchises they've I done. I feel like the difference yeah. is that they're not Mormon, like they're not married they're not having many marriages they're still only married to one person but they're having this relationship yes. so the difference is that it's not your traditional mormon setup no i understand that yet. yes anyway i'm yes. now going, I mean, i'm gonna go now and watch yes <laughs> the real housewives of salt lake go and watch rhslc um and you'll love it because there's all sorts of other stuff going on as well but yeah. it is really interesting about the mormons because some of them um there's a divorced lady she was in a you know but i think because of the, that culture of, you know, you can have as many wives as you like, mm. I do think that everybody is swapping husbands you can have or, as and many wives shags as you want. all the time anyway. Yeah. Now, How would you feel, com- Lisa, if, like, you know, you went to a party and everyone was just getting off with it? I'm not know, down for it. I know, I'm not down Unhygienic, for it. Unhygienic, Claire. Unhygienic. <laughs> well, it might have had, like, wipe, 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 clean mm, covers on the couch. <laughs> okay. Talking of cold weather climates, Claire. Yes. Let's do some dressed, dressed for success. For, su- for success. Mm-hmm. Now, look, it's bloody freezing here, Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's struggling with how to dress in Sydney in freezing. It's actually the coldest it's been in uh, like 7,000 years or something. And good. everyone's struggling to keep warm when they're out and about. And you said that you are struggling. I uh, look, I put on my yes i said to you i need a warm coat i look stupid in everything right and i i stand by that because i put on my fake fur jacket from two years ago which is the last time i was working in an office and needed a coat to leave the house and i don't like it anymore then i put on my other coat and that's okay but it's not very warm and then i've got a puffer jacket that i bought when i was in canada which is like a full-on proper north face Mm. long puffer jacket that you cannot wear in Sydney without feeling like an idiot. Mm. Works in cold climate snow, not so much in just going to the bus stop in Paddington, Sydney. And then I've got a fake, you know, just a shitty little Uniqlo puffer jacket. But then I just, there's something about puffer jackets on that just make me feel embarrassed. And so then, unless you get a, you know, a nice posh one, and then they're not useful in cold, snowy, climbs they're just good for fashion and then I just go into a spiral and so then I just wear a cardigan under another jacket and with and then I get hot anyway and you know I just mm. melt down and don't leave the house I think if you're genuine if you're genuinely cold and it is genuinely cold you almost need to stop worrying about how you look and just make sure you can stay warm don't you yes I see what you're saying but I did say did you notice I did say that puffers are for off-duty models yes yeah, they're, I feel the, like... they're, they're those little short cropped ones that yeah. are really cool. I don't have a short cropped one that looks really cool. I've got just the one that's a bit oversized and navy blue. Yes. Sensible. I hear what you're saying. I think the most um, useful thing you can do is wear a big scarf. I do wear a big scarf. Mm. See, the problem with me is, as you know, Lisa, 
I run mm, hot. Run hot. Yes. <laughs> so I might be cold, but I'm also mm. sweating. You know. Mm. So it's a, the layer, the layer thing's a problem yes, as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. And they got take. I think off just and... do what people have always done in Sydney when it's cold, and just walk around in cut-off denim shorts and songs, UGG boots, and um, a beanie, mm. and you'll be fine. I've never worn a cut-off denim short in my life, and I never will. Oh. All right, so then. maybe I'll just wear my pants. Big pants. Yeah. Big pants All right. and some Ugg boots. That sounds amazing. Sexy. Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know what I do think? I think there's a lot to be said for a lovely wool coat. Yes, I do have a couple of nice cos. Like, like I invested yes. like $300 beautiful, yes. you know. But, again, you just get bored with the style, so then you want to get a new one. I'm going to wait for the mm. sales and see if I can get something yeah. nice and classic. I think something quite tailored is is helpful. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. All right, well, you know. okay. Mm. All right, but also interesting oh, success. No. Mm. Um, I've got a question for you. <laughs> yes. Do you have a pair of good pajamas? <laughs> I love it. Like your dress pajamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you my have husband. Pajamas? Do you have bad pajamas? My husband would say. Anything I wear to bed is literally like a 15-year-old T-shirt and a pair of really, really baggy tracksuit pants that need to be thrown away. But I do, I did invest, like, a few months ago, I thought, you know what, he's right, this is terrible. So I invested in a couple of nighties. Oh, yes. (laughs) But, like, nice, like, like, not lingerie, but, like, you know, little spaghetti strap kind of. Cammy-type ones, yeah. No, very, no good for winter though. No good for winter, and also no. I find that I lean on them, and then I like I grop myself. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> or strap. you wake up and you've, you've got a ridge up. in your arm yes. that takes three days to come out. Exactly. So um, I think I'm happier from... with a pajama pant and a t-shirt, but that's not glamorous. No. So the answer to your no. question is no. Do you? No. This came from um, Southern Living. And it was, which is um, a magazine slash website, which is all about living in the deep south of America, which so I'm slightly great. obsessed with. Yes. Um, I don't talk about before. Today, yeah. And um, the headline is why Southerners always have a pair of the good pyjamas. And if you don't have them, it's time to get them, Claire. Mm. And basically it's like they're pyjamas that you would take into hospital. Right. Or to a hotel. Or to a hotel, or if you were staying over for the first time at your in-laws' house, right. if you were going for a weekend away, um, yes. yeah, good pajamas. Yes. Look, I, I probably would, if that was the case, and I was yes. going to those places, I'd probably mat, try and match my, my terrible pajama bottoms with a t-shirt that was the same colour. <laughs> Does that count? Yes. <laughs> I do have some good pajamas, no, but they were bought do. for me. They were bought for me. Mm. By um by a good friend of ours, she good bought me two ours. pairs of good pajamas, and I have to say they're a bit of a game changer. Mm. A good Ooh. friend of ours, like you and me. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Who? Um, let's call her Fiona. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she would. And she bought. Be, uh, she'd have good pajamas, actually. Yes, and she bought me two pairs of Peter Alexander pajamas, and uh... I. Freaking love them! Yeah, and I'm so happy when it's cold enough. Yeah, Mm. the thing is, is because I get because I run hot. I don't know if I've mentioned Mm. this in bed. I often need to take off half of a. All right, that's more information than I need. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Two, 
a story about anticipation. Mm, well, this is this is very linked to me taking Which my pajamas off. Which is not off. anything to do with you <laughs> taking your pajamas off. <laughs> very rude. Unless you're Lee, obviously. But anyway, let's move on. It's just all getting weird now. So this is a story um, in the New York Times, right? Yes. Which is saying that the anticipation of doing something lovely um, is actually almost as good as doing the thing itself. Oh, I definitely agree with that. And I think we've said many times before, of course, that when you have when you've had a holiday, and the best thing you can do is to book another one straight away, or whatever, mm. because you need that anticipation, you need that joy to look forward to. But apparently, they've done all these studies now, and that's absolutely true. So. Um, all these people in universities in America in this study, in this um, piece, have said the same thing, like the accumulation of mini thrills. Like, So if you, at the end of every day, you write down something you're looking forward to tomorrow, like even if it's like getting donuts or, you know, something that you're expecting to come in the mail, the accumulation of all those thrills mean that you'll reap the benefit of looking forward to something, even if it's not a big ticket reward like going overseas. So... You know, you can take that sort of idea of planning a, of a vacation and you can use it in your everyday life. And what happens is you get a big boost um, on your well-being. It snaps you out of short-term thinking. So all the things that, you know, you're like, oh, I've got to make the dinner. or oh, it's a bit cold. Don't have any good pyjamas. <laughs> haven't got exactly. a coat. Haven't got a coat. <laughs> um, you can um, prioritise your health, act more ethically, daydream about your future um you know and just actually feel um a little more motivated um, I, I i totally concur with these studies yeah and, um, and anticipation nothing's just, better than planning like stuff is it no i'm also, a big planner so exactly you love a spreadsheet yeah. as we love have, a spreadsheet because i'm always like what's that mean and then there's also this idea of um because you do it in houses like you picture yourself in if you're looking at an open house for example they make it feel like your home for you so that you can picture yourself in it when you buy the house that's the whole point of setting them up in the way that they do um so all of that stuff is you know you're thinking about what it's going to feel like to live there and the anticipation of what of how it will make your life happy and complete is better than when you get the house and you've got an enormous mortgage (laughs) yes i suppose so yeah, you just um it's just all you gotta do is just find something to look forward to every day and the anticipation of that joy will keep you going, which is lovely, isn't it? I love it, love it. Yeah. What are you launch your little looking forward to thing? I've got a holiday coming up in July, Lisa. Oh yes. Um, yes. may or may not be mm. the same time as a very special birthday party for you. Let's what not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What have you got to look um, I'm going away for the long weekend, so that's exciting. Nice. Where are you off to? Off down south there oh, to nice. a um, B&B that I've been desperate to stay at for years and I'm finally going. I booked it so long ago um, and we're finally going. I'm really excited about oh, it. lovely. Mm. Oh. Um, something I wasn't looking forward to, Claire, mm. was getting my pre-age, talking of turning 50, um, having that health check done. No. This is a What Hurts Now, by the way. What Hurts Now. Now. Um, so before you hit 50 in Australia, Medicare um, pays for you to have all your bloods done and all you, you sort of go and talk to the nurse and then you talk to the doctor about where you're at physically with your well-being and then they tell you off and tell you sort your life out. <laughs> so I've had that done, Claire. Excellent. Excellent. Something to look forward um, to. Anticipation is the yes. key. 
And they sort of told me things that I knew already, but one of them was I really got to get my glucose, my blood sugars under control a bit. Um, so then I went off and bought this book, Glucose Revolution, which mm. I'm currently reading, and it's a bit of a game changer. And um, it also links to perimenopause and menopause as well, mm. um, as well as PCOS, as well as acne, as well as mental health. Um, and it's really blowing my mind, I have to say, this book. It's Glucose Re Revolution, and it's by... And there's lots of... If you Google it, the glucose goddess, mm. A, she's on Instagram, and B, is she this like book... this French woman? Is she French? Yes. Yes, yes. And this book has been um, in all the papers and all the mags. So if you Google it, you can read all about it for mm. free and not buy mm. the book mm -hmm. like I did. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm thinking it's a bit of a game-changer. Mm. Um, and also, this is a bit of a What Hurts Now, and also a segue... Coco Pops, our cat, had her yearly checkup. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's 14, which makes her 72, Claire. Mm. Her bloods were better than mine. <laughs> she's on a Mediterranean so, diet. She eats a lot of fish. She does because somebody makes it for her. Um, so that was a bit of an eye-opener as well, when your mm. cat's blood work is better, better than, than your yours. <laughs> <laughs> My cat would not be. My cat would be pre pre or even diabetic at this stage. He's yeah. overweight. Kidneys. He has a dodgy he has a kidney issue. He has dodgy yeah. feet. And yeah. he also has now got an allergy to tuna, so he can't eat any seafood. Oh, right. <laughs> he gets really How did he get that? I think he's just like me. He's got really bad skin conditions. He's like the psoriasis cat. <laughs> so he can only have meat, but then he can't have anything that's got too much sauce on it because he gets itchy and he can't have any snacks. So mm. between us, we're a barrel of laughs. You are. Well... Tip-top condition, my uh, my elderly cat here. So, <laughs> well, so there you go. Yeah. I feel, I'm, is it wrong that I'm jealous of your cat? <laughs> no, I would expect you and hope you to be. <laughs> God yeah. damn, that cat, healthier than yeah. I was Although I will say one thing that was quite orkies. She's a brown Burmese and they can be a bit feisty brown Burmese. And I was looking at her at the screen at the um, vets and there was a big red bar across the top saying... Um, care and attention needed when handling this cat. Mm. Didn't she famously scratch me on the head when I first met her? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Didn't she, like, when I came to your house once? Did she, or she usually scratched me she on the face. She had a thing for biting people's noses yeah, as well no, at one she scratched point. me on the face, mm. I remember. It was, it was a great oh. moment for us all. Um, Awkward. Floyd, is, okay. Floyd, Floyd has to, when he goes to the vet to stay, when we ever go away on holiday or whatever, he, um, they always say, oh, he wasn't, he wasn't happy. <laughs> No, he doesn't like They're it. They're never happy, like are they? No, they don't no. like it. And if I get his yeah. box out from under the bed to clean mm. something, or whatever, he's like you know, carry box. He just won't speak to me for about two days. He's always he's always imagining that I'm about to put him in it and take him somewhere. Bless him, poor Floyd. Stupid idiot. All oh. right, <laughs> okay. Well, on that, let's let's stop the blurbling on about our cats. No. Let people go and get about their lives. Yeah. Go and get some pyjamas and buy yourself a lovely yes. warm coat and we'll see you next week. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.